Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Lee Hardman, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. It's Friday, 26th of May, 2023, and joining Lee to pose some questions on the financial market themes for the week ahead is Seiko Kataka Fisher, Vice President of Japanese Customer Sales for EMEA in London. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi, Lee. Hi, Seiko. The year's rebound has continued to gather momentum over the past week. What are the main drivers and is it likely to continue in the week ahead? Yeah, certainly we've seen another strong week of performance for the US dollar, uh, with the dollar index moving up towards the top of its range that we've seen throughout most of this year. And we think there are three main drivers of this dollar strength that we're seeing. One, uh, we have had further encouraging um, reports that progress is being made towards reaching an agreement to uh, extend the debt ceiling for potentially a two-year period. Um, that would involve the government agreeing as well to putting in place caps on uh, future government spending over that period of time. So that's obviously a positive development for markets. Obviously, that's not yet confirmed, but it, it certainly looks like we're, we're heading towards a deal which uh, was, would remove the, the risk of a, a negative shock for, for the US economy. Uh, secondly, we're all, we've also seen the U.S. rate market continue to price in a more hawkish outlook for Fed policy. Uh, if you look at short-term yields, such as the two-year Treasury yield, uh, that's increased now by almost 100 basis points since the low earlier this month, with the market now fully pricing in almost uh, another 25 basis point hike for the Fed uh, at the next couple of meetings. So that that's certainly helping to support the dollar right now. Um, uh, and then thirdly, we've also seen as well um, certainly more uh, concern about growth outside of the US. Um, obviously, last week, the focus was on the, the softer activity data coming from, from China, which has been weighing on, on commodity prices and global growth expectations. Uh, and then this week, we've had some softer data from Europe as well. Uh, obviously, the, the latest GDP data from Germany um, showed a surprisingly large downward revision to growth in Q1 with the German economy now uh, in technical uh, recession. Uh, we're likely to see also a downward revision to growth for, for Europe as a whole, uh, which could push the Eurozone economy as well into, into recession over that kind of winter uh, period. So that, that's certainly making the dollar look relatively uh, more uh, attractive. Um, in terms of the outlook for next week, whether we expect this period of dollar strength to continue, I do think that is going to be determined by obviously whether we do see that that positive deal materializing uh, for the debt ceiling. Uh, and then as well, increasingly, the focus will shift back to the fundamental data from the US uh, with uh, a number of key uh, data releases on the health of the US labor market, including payrolls report next Friday. Uh, I think that's going to be very important for dollar, dollar direction. I think for US yields to rise higher from here and to support an even stronger dollar, we'd need to see payrolls coming in 
uh, stronger than expected, showing continued strength in the labor market and uh, stronger wage growth as well. If there's any disappointment there, then our view is that the dollar uh, is likely to start to, to correct lower again. Um, we still think this is more of a, uh, a temporary rebound for the dollar, similar to we saw back in, in February. And that we think ultimately the bigger trend throughout the rest of this year is, is that U.S. yields and the dollar will uh, trend lower from here. understand. And we've seen another big sell-off in the U.K. rate market with long-term government bond is hitting their highest level since the mid-budget shock last autumn. What are your thoughts on how this plays out for the pound? Yeah, we have seen some big moves, like you say, in the uh, UK rate market uh, this week. Uh, obviously, the main trigger for that was the uh, very disappointing uh, inflation report for the UK, which showed uh, much uh, more evidence of uh, persistent inflation pressures in the UK. Yes, we did see energy price inflation fall back uh, quite sharply, um, as, 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 as expected. But obviously, the big surprise was the fact that uh, core inflation, particularly core goods inflation, uh, was more lively uh, than than expected, and um, it's certainly kind of a wake up call for for U- the UK rate market, uh, which had been expecting the Bank of England to get closer towards the peak of their their hiking cycle. And the Bank of England's been very very clear in recent meetings that if they become more concerned over the risk of more persistent inflation, then they will continue to hike rates. So, yeah, it only makes sense that the UK rate market has moved to price in at least a couple of more uh, rate hikes uh, on top of what was already priced in prior to the CPI report release. So, we're now looking at the market pricing in a peak for UK rates at closer to 5.5%. So, rates in the UK potentially moving higher than over in, in the US. So, I think from a kind of rate spread perspective, that's, I think, short-term wise, uh, potentially a, a positive uh, development for the pound. Um, if spreads are, are continuing to move in favor of, of the UK from a, from, a, from a short-term yield perspective, uh, I think that could, could certainly uh, support a further, further pound strength from, from here in, in the short term. Um, longer term, though, I think this could be more of a problem for the UK if inflation is proving to be much more persistent uh, in the UK than in other major economies like Europe or, or the US. Uh, if that kind of story started to, to become more evident going forward, then higher inflation ultimately in the longer term would undermine confidence in the long term kind of store of value function of, of the pound. And uh, at that point, we could start to see the pound react more negatively to, 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 to higher inflation prints. I think at this point in time, though, that's that's, that's probably not the, the, going to be the main driver of, of, of pound performance. I still think the kind of yield spread story would, would be more supportive for the pound, but that could at some point easily flip, become a more negative uh, story for, for the pound going forward. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you, Seiko. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and reach out to your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.